Dr. Daddy Anthony Chergoski from the University of Wisconsin La Crosse Political Science Department. Good morning, uh, Doctor. Thanks very much for talking. Good morning, with us. Mike. How's that whole daddy thing going for you? Are you still uh, still good? You still have hair? Yeah, you know, Mike. I have gotten better at making her laugh now. <laughs> if I now the blowing the raspberries on her tummy oh, is my sure. go-to technique. That's awesome. Whatever works, and you'll find more and more often, whatever works is what is your go-to thing. I I shared an email with you, and I do want to share this with everybody uh, this morning because I, when I I announced yesterday that we we're going to be able to speak with uh, good friend uh, Anthony Trigaski on the crosstalk, and I I got a text right away from someone or an email from someone right away that said, you know, I listened to that. Tr-, and I'm using his voice. This is his voice. <laughs> I listened to that Chergoski guy, and I thought for a while that, uh, you know, he was just like Joe Heim, carried water for the Democrats, completely biased. And then I heard him on your show and realized, well, maybe he's not uh, completely biased and works both ways. <laughs> and then your response, I shared that with you. I had no idea that on campus you advise both the uh, student Republicans and the student Democrats. So walking that fence in your bare feet is something you have to do you know, as part of your job. You got it, Mike. And it's such an unusual situation to be in that actually uh, there was a journalist in Milwaukee who pitched uh, – the Washington Post a profile on me. I'm kind of glad that I didn't, that that never happened, Um, but it's so unusual to be in the position of advising Republicans and Democrats. I mean, I'm not looking for the attention, but it does, I mean, it keeps me honest because I'll be at a meeting and it'll be all of the more liberal students, then I'll be at the next meeting the next day and it'll be the more conservative students. I mean, I feel like that just gives me great insight into what the pulse of of the parties are and what actual students in both parties are thinking. I think it's just been really beneficial to me as a political scientist to just keep me honest. Sadly, uh, what I see of college campus conversation are some of the uh, YouTube man on the street questions where where uh, young people prove they don't have a clue what's really going on out there. Uh, hopefully, the people that you're advising are a little smarter than that on their issues. Yeah, Mike. I mean, we take great pride at UW-La Crosse at having above-average voter turnout. For many elections now, we've tracked voter turnout on campus, and our voter turnout is higher than the average for colleges and universities around the country. And I can tell you, Mike, I know your people poll question was about abortion, and I just covered that in my Intro to American Government courses, and what what was so impressive about the students is that they weren't like yelling and screaming at each other about abortion. They just had a lot of really good questions. I mean, they were just sure. like really curious about what's going on. And I mean, I think that curiosity is something that I try to promote. And, and you know, I think that uh, and I should also note, Mike, that uh, after the election is over, I'm planning a very fun event for the college Democrats and college Republicans where they will have a party together. I will provide the food and drink, of course. And there will be no politics allowed in terms wow. of the discussion. So they're just going to be getting to know each other as people instead of political opponents. But uh, we'll save that for after the election. It should be a lot of fun, though. Republicans and Democrats and Viking fans and Packer fans. <laughs> <laughs> All together in one room. Uh, how, what could go wrong? Hey, I, I'm curious, since uh, some candidates are being yelled at for their lack of interest in debates, and uh, yesterday someone pointed out, hey, I, I'm pretty sure we have a president in office right now 
who didn't do any campaigning, stayed in his basement most of the time. And so maybe some candidates are just staying away from the conversation, a debate, because they don't want it to be a single issue, uh, an issue uh, uh, about abortion and nothing else. What do you think? I get it, Mike, but as a, as someone who is involved in organizing a lot of debates, I do approach it as an educator. I don't want candidates to have those gotcha questions or those one-liners. I want it to be an educational opportunity for voters, and I approach it from a nonpartisan perspective. And that's why it's been really frustrating, the inability of our typical media coalition in La Crosse to form a debate in the race between Brad Path and Derek Van Orden. I mean, both candidates have made it tough on us because Brad Path made this a campaign issue by calling for three debates, and that was never going to happen. Three debates was not realistic. And then the lacrosse debate coalition, UWL plus WISM plus all the other media entities in town, got dragged into this political fight. And then Derek Van Orden says, well, you know, he's not going to do the UWL debate, even though he did the UWL debate in 2020. So it's just gotten this really weird political fight. And I just really wish that we focus more on educating the voters, right? Let's just put aside our political differences. Let's put aside the press releases. And I'm just really worried, Mike, that voters are going to make decisions about Brad Papp and Derek Van Orden based on the campaign advertisements instead of a more educational opportunity. So I'm an eternal optimist. I still hope that there will be a debate. Um, and I'm willing to talk with anyone and everyone to make that happen. And um, I'll be fair. And that's my pledge to the candidates. And that's my pledge to my students. I pledge to my students that at the end of the semester, you'll have no idea what my political views are. <laughs> and lots of students say that I've accomplished that. So, I mean, I just really want the candidates to to give us a chance and right. to make this debate happen and to give the voters the chance to be educated, not to have these gotcha questions, not to have snappy back and forth, but just to have a, a well-informed civil discussion of the issues so voters can go to the polls confident in their ability to make a decision. Well, and that's the important thing, that you don't go to the polls based on the commercial you heard in the car on the radio on the way yep. to the polls, uh, because a lot of people have said that's, in some case, some sad cases, how they uh, make their decision based on what they see or hear on TV or the radio. As always, we get to we dive into one subject and we never got to talk about small nukes or uh, the lost <laughs> submarine or any of the national issues and maybe that's a good thing. We'll just keep it local and uh, and important and thank you very much. I don't have I don't even have a hole unless I get cancellations till next Tuesday. So, I'll be in touch cuz we should maybe we can get together and do a review of the uh, the debate that will happen. We'll be broadcasting yeah. that debate uh, Friday evening. We can get together next week and discuss how it all went.